to Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Today we're joined by the very lovely Eve Calderbank, who is Principal Economic Growth Officer at Essex County Council, which sounds scary but actually isn't. Um, she wants women in the county and everywhere to be celebrated and supported and let them know about all the stuff that's out there for them, which we don't always see um, or come across. She also wants to try and help the next generation by breaking down some of the stereotypes around certain industries and also show them that girls can do anything. So we were obviously naturally very excited to welcome her and interrogate her question. We're not going to interrogate you, we're nice really, (laughs) um, about the new initiative she's starting and um, and talk about encouraging women to do amazing things in business and find out a bit about her journey. So welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Nice to be here. Ah, lovely. Well, we'll jump straight in and get you. I know Carla's done a little introduction there, but we'll get you to tell us in your own words. Tell a little. Tell us a little bit about what it is that you you do and who you are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Eve, and um, yeah, I have recently started working at the council, so I've only been there um, sort of seven months, um, and yeah. It's, it's a good job, really, because you can kind of make it your own. So I um, have been driven to try and improve the landscape for women based on past experiences and past jobs I've had. I've had quite a few jobs in my um, past. I've lived in various different cities around the UK and uh, I studied media studies at university. I've worked as a PA. I've worked as secretary. I have um, then qualified as an accountant, then worked as a financial oh. analyst. So, um, yeah, oh, I've done wow. all manner of things. Um, but that's some, that's some varied work background. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been afraid to change my job if I didn't like it. So, um, yeah, not not hung around in jobs too long. Um, I, I can definitely get on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so, so, do you feel like is it is it? Um, are you like looking for different things to learn? Is that is that is it like a, a learning just, thing that you like? Yeah, to do, I just or? don't think I've ever really found what it was I wanted to do. I think okay. I and this is one of the reasons why I'm quite passionate about the sort of careers advice at school is that I think I never really was given much push into a direction. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when I was a child, I wanted to be a nurse, um, and I think I just wanted to help people, and I was fascinated by the human body. Um, and I really wanted to be a nurse. And then I don't know what age I was. And then suddenly didn't want to be a nurse anymore. And then I've always been quite um, arty. So then I sort of wanted to do something with my art. And then you do all these careers things at school, you know, where they make you fill in a form. And then it gives you basically like four jobs, doesn't it? And I think, yeah, yeah all the girls in my class were told you should go into marketing or something. Or, um, <laughs> yeah, and all the boys were told you should be a fireman. Um, <laughs> so I think, yeah, and then... yeah I just chose media studies at university because I I enjoyed it at A level uh, and I thought okay I'll go and do that Um, I I was also really really bad in exams so I wanted to go and do something at uni that didn't have exams Mm. Um, so the course I chose was no exams which was quite nice Um, so yeah so it was all it was all uh, coursework Um, strangely enough then when I qualified to be an accountant I ended up sitting (laughs) 
about 50 exams. I was going to say, I was, I was gonna say I'm sure you, you snuck in the accountant thing there and there's, there's ongoing exams of that as well, aren't there? Exactly. So, so yeah. that came back to bite me with a vengeance. But yeah, I just felt, <laughs> I fell into accountancy just to try and get a vocation in life. And actually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's done me good because it's driven me down a direction. And uh, I was a, an analyst and that skill, I think, is brilliant because, you know, I can mm. take sets of data and I can analyse them. I still use it in the council now. Um, and it's good to have that analytical mind, really. So you don't take anything for granted. You're always sort of questioning mm. why it is. Yeah, why it is. Where has the data come from? And you don't just take statistics at face value. I'd imagine that's really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's um, another important thing to, to try and let, you know, the future generations know as well is, is that just because you go down one path doesn't mean you have to stick on that path. And actually the skills you learn are quite transferable. And, you know, all yeah. I've learned really great communication skills as well in things I do. And that's quite common in, you know, in a lot of jobs because if you can just sit in meetings and, and participate in meetings or have to get up and stand and present or put a report together, um, all those things are going to come in handy. You don't have to just carry mm. on down down the route you're on so and I think you you learn what you don't want as well I mean one of my favorite things to say is I had one particular job where um I I I learned a lot mostly about how I don't want to run a business and how I don't and what job I don't want to do and what kind of things I don't want in my life but I still learned from that you know it was still a a learning experience if not altogether a positive one so um yeah I think that's that's, I think it's a really strong message actually because I think with the way the world is changing um the, the the jobs that the young people of today the people who are not yet finished school the jobs they will end up doing probably don't exist yet some of them nice. yes and i think that's a really hard thing to navigate as well because we we had a, i had a little bit with um sort of social media marketing rather than um so i went into publishing and they said the ebook was dead and then i emerged into the kindle being a thing and the ebook <laughs> is not dead so <laughs> but, but but that feels like quite a good um yeah a really good message underlying message because um things are changing so fast you can't you can't really make a decision early no um, no so, and I think yeah. I think it's just sometimes people aren't aware of the of the hundreds of different jobs there are within a within a, a yeah. an industry and this is the, the thing we've been talking about in in my job now is is you know trying to push girls into certain industries is that if you think you think of construction or, or what have you it's not just like you know building a brick wall there's a million mm. jobs behind that you oh can so many yeah. yeah and I think yeah. sometimes they just they get a bit scared thinking that these things are just one path. Um, so that's yeah. something that we we would like to do is to go in and say, actually, um, you know, there's a hundred jobs that sit behind that. Or, you know, in this industry, there's all these different jobs you can do. So yeah. I think it's just getting the knowledge. Which out is amazing, well. actually, because you're right. You don't. There isn't. So tell us a little bit more about this job. Then is this kind of it's a, it's a combination, I think, isn't it? Of, of um, from what I've picked up so far of um, kind of encouraging business owners and maybe breaking down stereotypes for um, the kind of next generation that are coming and encouraging women to, to to lead to do all kinds of different tell us tell us a little bit more about that yes your words will definitely be better than mine <laughs> so I kind of when I talk about it I split it into three different strands so I, I'm kind of looking down the entrepreneurship route and you're lucky I said that right the first time because I can never say that right oh time. I can never say that word <laughs> I can't spell it let alone say it um so there's that whole big piece about um, pushing or not pushing but you know encouraging women into starting up their own business um so trying to do a lot around sort of female founders and finding them investment because women really struggle to find investment um mm-hmm. and a, a lot of the research i've done uh shows that women will more often than not invest in other women but there's not mm-hmm. enough female yeah. investors out there so it's encouraging right. female investors okay 
to get the female yeah. founders off the ground. So there's that bigger piece around that um, sort of provide trying to provide some support around sort of you know letting women know that they can can start their own businesses and no matter how small because I know that during uh, COVID obviously during lockdown a lot of uh, women were at home and doing the homeschooling and and a lot of it fell on fell on the women to um, mm-hmm. to sort of stay at home and do all of that and and a lot of people found new hobbies new sort of uh, ways to pass and you know it, uh, I'm sure lots of people's mental health suffered during that time as well and just felt like a bit of an escape to sort of sit and do some crocheting or, or, or what have you so um, you know that's another area which I'd quite like to explore as well. I did kind of do a little piece on that, um, trying to push some sort of pop-up markets, trying to create, uh, okay. yeah, trying to um, encourage creative people um, into that first step of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't know if they want to start their business up. So let's give them mm-hmm. a bit of a helping hand and say, okay. And actually test testing it with real people rather than just friends and family who generally will say, yes, that's lovely, darling, even if they're not yeah. remotely your ideal customer or need, they don't need your service or your your thing. But so it's really good to get it out to the real world. That's an amazing thing to be able to, to be part yeah, of. Yeah, I think it's just giving them the confidence, isn't it? It's giving them skills and, and yeah. letting them know that there is help out there. Because I think a lot of people just panic and think, oh, I don't really know where to go. But there are sort of business support providers out there who do have a lot of free courses. I mean, I didn't realise how much free stuff there is out there. So it's just, um, Oh, you know. God, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's, there's an element there as well, I think, of, like, you mentioned, like, the, the people who they've discovered new talents and, and, like, hobbies and things during something like a pandemic and not realising that they could turn that into a business or the idea of it being as soon as you bring the word business into it this big scary oh my gosh you know have I got to have employees and you know do you know all these work in an office and do all these businessy type things it's um is there a sort of element of trying to sort of show people that there's a different way of running a business you can actually have a business can look completely different to what they're they're thinking yeah I think it's a generational thing as well isn't it because I think some old the older generation and even me I'm I'm rubbish on you know uh, technology and social media but a lot of people use obviously the Instagram shops and the Etsy and mm. I think some people are a bit sort of put off that they would have to go into that sort of um, area and other people are put off by the fact that they're left you know what do they even call themselves is a you know limited company are they self-employed and then there's the whole tax thing isn't there and it's just yeah, yeah. it's trying to show people yeah. you know this is a place you can get finance this is a place you can learn how to write a business plan this is a place you can learn how to use social media and you know, yeah. best to so say it's actually it's it's more learning. accessible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and learning how, and actually I, I remember, so I don't know if you guys remember, but way back in the day, there was something called Business Link, which I think is what, mm. what has probably now evolved into what is now business support and other things. And um, some some of the stuff I was like, oh yes, I'm going to need to learn how to write a business plan. I'm going to need to, yeah. you know, have a website or whatever. Uh, but some of the stuff that they, they came and, and taught us over the course of the kind of two, it was like a two week intensive thing, um, all, all paid for by the council, it was amazing. Um, it was stuff that actually, as in my, I want to make jewellery and sell it on a market stall, I hadn't even considered some of the like insurance and, you know, some of the really important stuff that is important and, and does help you run um, a good business. Um, and it was really, really good. It was it was a really good. So, uh, but I think people don't often know where to look. They don't know that it exists. And so it feels like this is something you're going to be able to. Yeah, I think it's even knowing how help. to price yourself right as well. I've got a friend who started yep. uh, so uh, create, uh, she does crochet and she started a lot of creative stuff during lockdown. And she said she struggled even that first sort of putting it on Etsy was what do I price myself at? Am I going to, you know, it all looked a bit expensive, but actually I've got to try and, um, you know, cover my time because it isn't so much the materials and stuff. Sometimes it's, it's, 
you know it yeah. takes quite a lot of time to make these things doesn't it so yeah and, and you know you deserve to get paid for your time absolutely um we had a whole conversation about this in an episode recently actually about we did, we did. <laughs> but interestingly actually i think there's a really interesting one just with that that kind of lens of um pandemic and finding new talents because i have found it much easier to charge properly since i gave up the day job mm. um although obviously you think it's worth much more money when you've given up the day job but i think there was a like an underlying well i've got income coming you know I, my day job covered my like you know I, I deliberately worked my way into a job that covered my outgoings that was fine um so it was almost like well this is fun like i don't need to be paid for fun and, and there was a definite mindset shift um for me um and that and it's but but you just you know regardless of whether it's fun or not you still deserve to get paid for your time so yeah i think that's a really really interesting one and um actually i i'm, I'm curious as well about the the impact on women of the pandemic because i keep reading i, I mean i am not a statistician and i don't have accurate stats so don't anyone ask the analyst me. in front of you yeah. and the analyst <laughs> in front of me yeah but i i have heard things about um the pandemic setting um women back quite a lot in terms of careers and workplace and stuff because of the the way that the um, homeschooling stuff fell as a general rule is that is that something that's a yeah so it, it was partly because of that it was partly because the women were expect are generally expected to be the caregivers so you know mm-hmm. they were more often than not a default parent mm-hmm. yeah. exactly so they were at home doing the homeschooling doing the other stuff um but it was mm-hmm. just the generally the industry that women work in so because women are generally um you know retail uh, mm-hmm. you know the beauty industry uh sort of hospitality that's a lot of that is women because they were the industries that suffered then it was okay, it had that, that impact as well so, yeah it was that impact that that's they're maybe disproportionately represented in those industries and and disproportionately underrepresented in some of the ones that were easier to exactly so yeah, so more women were like that, more yeah. women were put on furlough more women were made redundant um oh. and i think because it was also that that confidence thing of, of because more women were at home having to do the homeschooling and stuff, uh, they then felt like they had to make that decision um, between giving their all to their job or, or doing the bit at home. Um, and I actually read a report as well about how women were embarrassed as well because because they couldn't dedicate all their time and effort onto their job. They would be embarrassed if their kid cropped up in a, a, a call and, and stuff oh, like that. Oh. So um, And they felt like it would reflect badly on them. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I, I I was on a call the other I was on a webinar the other day and it was talking about um, the pandemic effects and saying that it sort of the average working day before the pandemic uh, was I don't know I think it was nine hours and then during the pandemic it was eleven, but actually oh wow the pr- productivity levels were actually appalling because people just felt like they needed to be online longer mm. but they weren't actually doing much as. I think it was called presenteeism or something. So yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people felt like yeah. by being at their computer more, they would then get the promotions and everything. But um, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That I am. Is um... Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, working from took... home, you know, it's not the be all and end all. And actually, they on this webinar I was on, they were saying that, you know, flexible working isn't just working from home. Flexible working needs to be a complete mind change in terms of yes. hours people are working and, and yes, other benefits. Yeah, and you know, timings like, and, and, and actually maybe having a gap in the day and then working again in the evening. And, and yeah, finding your own routines. Person, and, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, and I think huge. a lot of people do nine-day fortnights now and, and things yes. like that. So it's just... Yeah, and condensed hours. Exactly. Hours, having that real change to, um, yeah, mm. to working hours. I think, I mean, there's definitely something there as well which I think um, probably does 
also impact women more more than men norm like generally um but something that i've run up against uh, for flexible working particularly which i'm i always prick my ears when people talk about kind of initiatives for for changing that is um the the assumption that flexible working is for um women returning from maternity leave but actually if you request flexible working for anything else it is i mean I don't know if you can say it is less likely to be accepted, but certainly culturally, I think there's this not not quite an acceptance. But actually, if it's it might be elder care, it might be that your health is not. It might just be that you don't want to work full time yeah. in a normal pattern that you want to work full time, but you don't want to do that in the pattern. And and I think there is a, I think that's something that that maybe women because women often do get the elder care as well as and then there's that weird generation in the middle, isn't there, that end up to, they're caring for their children and their parents at the same time. And um, so I think I think it's really important that we look at at that and. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to see it's nice to see people focusing on on how to make that better. I think and how to kind of push push forwards. And as I say, it's a different strand from entre- well, it's sort of connected, isn't it, to entrepreneurship? Mm, but it's yes. it's it's different and the same. And oh yeah, I was yeah. talking about the strands. I went off on a I went off on a tangent. Then, oh, it's all right. I, oh, I'm, I am <laughs> so good at going off on strands. On it's here, all good. So you are you are among friends. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the all good. Strand. <laughs> yeah. So that would be the bit about. Um, about the careers advice in schools, so it's mm. it's and and also the gender stereotype. So it, it's it's looking at you know the way that women uh, girls kind of think that they have to go into these set sort of jobs. You know, um, mm. I think there's a real focus now on pushing, encouraging girls to go into the STEM subjects um, and yes. saying you know because I think oh, I was reading statistics every day about how more more. Well, girls apply for university than boys anyway, um, but it's making sure that there's a real sort of cross section of subjects that they're doing really. Um, and again, it's 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 not just university, is it? I think it's also about saying that there's so much other stuff you can do apart from university. You know, on the job training and apprenticeships, and and mm. um, you know. And then I, I feel like maybe in the because um, I think there is a definite. And again, this is you know mired in probably my own experience but i think there's lots of industries that are male dominated and then often when females go into those industries so um financial advice would be the um the obvious one from my own experience um and there was this whole like oh you know diversity and inclusion and and women and blah and actually when you there were there were a, a small number of women there and they were hr marketing um pa not that there's anything wrong with any of those things, but there was a tiny, tiny proportion of female financial advisors in there mm-hmm. um, doing the training, doing on the graduate course. It was just a very male... And I could, I never did really get a handle on it. It wasn't there long enough, really, to get a handle on whether that was because women weren't attracted to the type of job or whether the job was very aimed at... Like I, I didn't ever get to a thing for that, but I think it's really interesting because people go into the industries, but into like different roles in the industry. So it's creating that... Yeah, and there's that real... Op- sort of... It's opening it up, isn't it? Opening up that there's options to do whatever. Exactly. And I think it's that whole leadership thing as well, is that you'll find less women in the leadership roles because they have mm-hmm. to... A lot of women have to take those career breaks, career mm-hmm. breaks, um, to go and have children or, or, or mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, so they are... They do reach a point where... They're not going to go past a certain level. Perhaps they have to make those choices in life. Um, mm. So, yeah. So that it's having those those women in those sorts of high up roles as well, which I would love to be able to get some sort of role models going. Um, really cool. And really sort of shine the spotlight on those and and get those sorts of women into schools and into sort of education 
settings to say yeah to so people can see they've, they've got like a role model like a proper example well, that's the thing a, if you can yeah. actually see that there's someone who's doing that you know it's, it's, a, it's a bit like when um kamala harris became vice president all of a sudden you suddenly saw a bunch of women say you know little girls suddenly could see themselves in those it's, kinds it's of roles you know yeah but exactly. it's like how many how many girls have you seen um skateboarding since the olympics because all the girls mm. looked super cool didn't they and that that yeah that english uh or that yeah she uh she won a silver medal did she or bronze medal she um, um, i think so i i don't have a tv so i'm, I'm always a little bit behind on these things but um but, but she yeah, looks so I, I, super cool and, and then really i've cool. just seen yeah. you know my daughter's already asked for a, a skateboard for christmas amazing um, yeah, and then obviously that. since yeah. um i'm not even going to try and say her surname but emma won the uh, yes. us open Yes. Uh, then how many girls yeah. are now going to think tennis is super cool? And you tennis, know, she's yeah. a great role. Or model. just to try it, even if you know we're not yes. we're not necessarily you're not expecting all of these people to then go and be pro, but it, it just opens up those doors, doesn't it? Which I think is it really is it's possibility, really isn't it? You're showing them possibilities, and I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, mm. And actually, we've talked. We've had a couple of people on the podcast. Where we've talked about um, kind of being. Um, uh, so we had a we've got a plus size uh, fitness instructor, lovely Becky from Misfits, and and having representative of bodies that you don't usually see in various places, and you know skin color that you don't usually see in various places, and this is in careers. This is a similar thing, isn't it? Is mm. we we don't always see ourselves in those places, so you don't know if it's possible. So actually, I think getting into schools is really really important. Vitally I'm really important. Excited about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, really excited about that. Despite having no children, I am massively passionate about knowing that there is we can make a difference for the next the next generation coming because yeah i think it's um well one day they're going to be in charge well, <laughs> it'd be really good if we gave them the options them, wouldn't it's it just so. giving that message you know that they can go and do yeah. anything like go and yes. try yeah. go yeah. and try anything go and do anything there's there's no you yeah. know the sky's the limit really you you know if you want to go if you want to go and have a go at it have a go at it um absolutely so um yeah, yeah and it's also uh, we've got a team at the council um uh, sort of sector development team that are looking at um specific sectors uh, like construction and engineering and, and things like that so um, it's also about looking at those industries and how we can improve those industries um, mm-hmm. to start marketing more to attract women into them um, you know even looking at the marketing material uh, the interview process you know the application process is it is it geared mm. towards men yeah is or... it off-putting is it asking yeah yeah that's really so it's also working with businesses um mm-hmm. You know, not just for further education, but working with businesses themselves to think about how they can market the opportunities a bit more and try and encourage um, mm. sort of women into those industries as well. And and I'm guessing showing some of the more, um, what can I say, set in their ways ones, um, <laughs> the benefits that that will bring. Because I have definitely worked in places where they did not want to have, they didn't want to change how they've been forever. They did not want women on their leadership. They did not want women on the board. They just wanted to carry on how they'd always been. Mm. <laughs> so that that's a, a bit of a project as well, I guess, isn't it, within within that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, and it's just about getting um, that next generation up because then you, know, you get that next generation of, of girls up into a certain level and then they can encourage the next generation. And before we yeah. know it, you know, there'll be a whole band of leaders that are women and then... Yeah. And I think actually yeah. that brings, that bring for me, that, that brings like a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not quite creative. Like innovation, I think, not quite creativity. But if you've got different people in places they've not been before, working in roles they've not been able to access before that they've just not seen as possible before, that's going to innovate and, and shake up and people will bring new ideas and it's going to change everything, hopefully in a really good way over time. So Yes, fingers crossed, yeah. let's hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I do feel like there's... No a... pressure, but... No, but I do feel like there's a little element there of potentially you could be doing yourself out of a job at some point, Eve, doing all the... <laughs> probably, probably. But the whole thing with this, 
this initiative, which I've been trying, you know, is not to try and reinvent the wheel. I think what mm. I'm trying to do is just pull together stuff that's already out there and putting it together in pl- one place and just letting people know it's there to yeah. say, yeah. you know, there are women's networking groups and there are, you know, there's this funding opportunity over here and there's this course over there. And actually there's this real, you know, just trying to create a community of women talking to each other and supporting each other and celebrating each other mm. and mm. saying, you know, this is the advice and guidance that's out there. Just make the most of it. So, you know, mm. I, I don't want to try and do any too much from scratch. It's just trying to create this community really and just I'm trying to provide some tools to be able to do that to do that I, th- I so, think it's amazing because yeah. it, it is it is all already there it has been probably for a little for, for a while now hasn't it I'm sure mm. I I remember it from when I lived in Essex that there were these things if you went looking for them mm. um but it is it's that thing you had to go sometimes mm. diving quite deeply to try and find some of these resources but I think it's also it? that it, I mean in quite I suppose a sort of um more sp- for me a more specific example i think is is having someone um like you and your team to as a sort of support and then building that community where people can support each other so with things like so one of the things i've run up against um post covid is um grant applications so there are there is actually quite a lot of stuff out there some of it's very specific some of it's a bit more general um but identifying what help is possibly available what is a grant what is a loan what is a you know that kind of stuff and then lots of people get to that point and then they just don't go any further because because actually it's a it's quite a specific skill and you don't always know what they're and then they ask really silly questions i mean i had had a really small one for kit um at the end of last year and one of the questions um was uh is your annual turnover less than 50 million euros a year and i was like i mean mate maybe it's 51 million i don't know i'm one person (laughs) so it was obviously this form this very standardized form um but that that was the point i nearly gave up because i thought it was in the wrong place because i was like well if that's what they're looking for and they're they're talking about a small investment that someone who turns over 50 million a small investment is not what i consider a small investment to me is going to be a totally different figure so i feel like having that support for actually accessing more help and and um looking at i mean you talked about um kind of founders and funding as well which i think is a really interesting for me a really interesting point personally because i don't think i know any i know quite a few um males and mixed ownership companies who have gone for funding and got it um i don't think i know any female female only or or single like solo female business owners who have uh, successfully found funding or are even kind of looking because it just feels like a really scary terrifying concept and so that making that more approachable feels um like a really good yeah exciting we're we're working we're working with two organizations so we're working with um essex university they've got a program called Mm -hmm. angels at essex um and then part of that they've got the female founders and investors forum so that's kind of a network that meets once a month and you can sign up it's a free event and you go along and you just talk chat to other female founders and then they go off into breakout rooms and and have little chats Um, they have guest speakers as well um and they're really good events i went to the last one i think it was last week and there was somebody from innovate uk there um talking um so we're working with those quite uh with them quite closely and then we're working with a company called we are radical who are uh, yes they are a group of women who are doing a lot for uh for women entrepreneurs um so definitely go and check out their website because they're doing amazing things. So we're running a course, um, they're running a course, sorry, called How to Start Your Startup. Um, and Essex County Council have invested in 100 places. So we've got 100 places. I think, um, yeah, the first cohort's running now. Uh, there'll be another cohort in the new year. 
Um, and that's a great Excellent. course to get on. That's six weeks, but you can do it in your own time. This is a good thing about all these courses. You do it all at home. You can do it in the evening, yeah. you know, at the it's weekend. It's flexible, isn't it? So it's that flexibility Which, again. You, you know, fit it around your life. For a lot exactly. of women is what they need. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to give up your job juggling. straight away. Yes. You can just yeah, do it yeah. in your own time and then give that real sort of think about, you know, do I want to do this? And the good thing with the We Are Radical thing as well is you get um, access to their community. So you can chat to other women. Um, you know other female founders and, and you can sort of ask the questions um, and actually that can be the strongest thing so I mean Sarah and I met through a photography female photographers group um, Eve you and I met through um, a networking group and I think although some of those things are quite um, structured the support that comes from them is less formal and is actually becomes really important as you get to know people and I think having having people who've got your back is is really mm. Oh, I, um, I mean, yeah, kind of crucial in in whatever you're doing, whether you whether you're whether you're starting a business, whether you're running a business, whether you're working in a business, whether you're working for someone else, whatever you're doing. I think sometimes there's there's in all our careers, whatever they look like, I think there's always those moments where you're like, really nice to run that past somebody. And so actually having having a group of people, actually with all different perspectives as well. I don't, um, Sarah and I are quite quite keen on not necessarily. Um, just hanging out with people that do the same thing as you we we, we like a bit of variety oh um, definitely because that's where you get the different perspectives and the kind of new stuff and it's not you know it's nice to have people who have maybe had the same issues or you can swear about clients and they'll understand or whatever but it's um all computer systems in in, in my case but um, it's yeah i think i think this is a really valuable um I just, I just love. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. I'm, well, hoping, yeah, I mean, it, I'm uh, hoping it takes over Essex and then gets out to the world because um, I, yeah. I, um, I had some, I had a couple of bad experiences at work with um, females, with oh, uh, female oh, okay. bosses and. Um, oh, interesting. Are you? Yeah, I won't go into too much detail. <laughs> too much, no, 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 but, but uh, I'm guessing that's what spurred you to a little bit of that, yeah, and just that, and yeah. I think I really sort of knocked my confidence about other women working with other women I mean I've obviously worked with a lot of great women as well but having that sort of female that should have been a role model we should have been supporting me um, mm. so when I came to the networking group where I met you Carla I was I just loved it because everyone was so supportive and it was just a group of women celebrating women and, and it was just yeah. lovely that there are those yeah. networks going on um, and I'd, I wasn't going to join the networking group, but after one session, I joined it because I was like, this is brilliant. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's, it's called Women in Business, but it actually, although we are, we are all connected, I suppose, by business, we're there in, in, in theory, we're there to promote our business. I think certainly our accountants, we tell, we're there to promote our business. But actually, it is more about the community and the support. Um, it, it's not a salesy environment. It is about that community. Um, and that word keeps coming up today, doesn't it? I well, think, I think it's really yeah, important. It's, it's quite interesting when you talked about your experiences there that you've had, Eve. There's been, I feel like there's been a real shift with women, particularly in business. I, I, I seem to remember years and years and years ago, back when I was doing temping jobs in offices that had a largely female population and there was there was this feeling that oh all female offices it's a really bitchy environment it's really horrible no one wants to talk to each other and or they're all you know saying things about each other but I feel like in more recent years there's it has become much much more community driven women are much more about celebrating each other and supporting each other and and collaborating and this whole community mm. I'm just wondering what the shift is there whether there's any sort of thoughts on where that shift has come from maybe that we're all trying to fight the common goal together perhaps <laughs> possibly yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe i think yeah, yeah i mean i mean another reason that i i have been driven to do this is another experience i had at work where i um you know after i went off to have children um my job was never my role was never the same basically when i came back mm. um i came back part-time um and i was pretty much 
uh, made redundant in my own role without being made redundant um, yeah. to the point where I then search for a new job. And actually, the more, more people I sort of share that experience with, this is such a common thing. Um, you know, I've got friends who have been told, you know, unless you come back full time, there's not really a job for you here. And, and you know, women mm. shouldn't women shouldn't be scared of going off to start families, it, it, you know, yeah. in fear that their job's not going to be there when they get back, really, because... You're and not, you're not actually, actually gone that long. You're only, I mean, no, I, I, only, it's not, I only took not nine months long. off um, the first time. Uh, you know, and it's not that long. It's um, no. not that long. But it's really interesting you say that because I've, I've seen some of my friends have had um, a similar but um, slightly different experience, but, but a similar outcome in that they've been told, well, you can come back part-time, but you're going to have to get the full-time work done in part-time hours and pay. Because because if you want your job back, this is what we need you to do, and they're not willing to job don't you know they don't, and I'm sure some of it. Is so hang on, they not, want they want to pay quite... you less money. So they're saying you know for for childcare reasons or whatever they only want to work say three three days a week, um, and the expectation is that yes okay we'll agree to three days a week, but you know really you're going to have to get done what you got done, and and actually most of these roles are cost. roles where even when they were working full time they were still probably doing like a sixty hour week but being paid for maybe 35 or 40. And it's just, it, 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 yeah, it's just not. But it's, it's funny, it's okay, it really? part-time, isn't it? Because I yeah. I was working three days a week and that was frowned upon, but there was a, you know, I had a colleague who worked four days a week, but that was okay. That was fine. It's what? mad, isn't it? That's and just you just think, well, it just makes yeah. no sense. So, yeah, it's just, um, it just And I think it's, it's a, yeah, it, yeah. It, and it does, I think it does definitely, um, it, it disproportionately impacts women and it makes me it's one it's one of my bugbears actually it's one, one of the many reasons i went self-employed is that i could not find a job that was willing to accommodate my best working times um within reason um just for the on the argument that this is what i wanted rather than i have a child or i have a care or you know like exactly that kind of stuff. So, yeah but in, the, in that the time thing. you're going to be at work you're going to put in the same amount of effort that probably someone yes. who's there five days a week who actually probably a day a week spread yeah. over those five days is sitting there not doing a lot really to be honest this was, I literally when I went um, when I uh, uh, applied to go part time as a paramedic because I because I knew I didn't have children and that wasn't why I was doing it I had to really argue my case for the benefits of what you know for, to, to, to my actual my employers how, how it would benefit them for me to go part time and it's it's it just seems it's ridiculous mad. that it's you mad. have to make that much kind of argument to, to want to reduce your hours it's yeah yeah it's insane yeah. um you should i think i think full-time nine to five should not be the default and as i say i mean i worked um uh part-time uh, full-time over four and a half days for a long time so compressed but i didn't i didn't do the nine day fortnight i, did, I got half a monday off which was great um which was initially for for caring and then i just didn't mention when the caring stopped. someone else came <laughs> and stepped in and so another family member was able to do some of that um and i because it had been granted it and me granted permanently by then i didn't I didn't let them know. I just swanned off on Mondays, and some, sometimes I still went and saw Gran, like a lot of the time, because I still like seeing Gran. It was lovely, um, but I wasn't. It wasn't an obligation at that point, so I was able to use the time for other stuff. But but it shouldn't have been that way, should it? It should have been that that's an option. And yeah, no, I mean so, I'm so um, grateful for where I work now because I, you know, I've blocked out. I've just well, my daughter's just started um, primary school, so I'm getting used to the three o'clock pickups. But I've blocked out in my diary, you know, school pickup, no meetings, and actually. Yeah. Even today, I um, came back and tried to work with my kids. My kids are only very young. They're four and two. So trying to work with them here is quite impossible. But, um, you know, I was on a call with, with a manager and my son came up and he said, do you know what? Don't worry, go and be a mum. And, um, you know, we'll pick it up tomorrow. And I just thought, you know, that's just a whole different attitude. It really. Oh, the difference, doesn't it? How refreshing. Yeah. That's so lovely to be able to hear someone say that. Because I can just imagine they normally would, well, 
you know, a few years ago, there would have been lots of tutting and huffing and yeah, exactly. But maybe maybe the um the journalist whose uh, whose little one came in mid <laughs> uh, on Zoom changed things. That was one of my favourite moments, though. It was just so funny. But... <laughs> oh, my, he must be a potty training my son at the moment, so he's always in his pants. So yeah, every I, I have a lot of work calls where he's in his pants on a work call. I'm now so. slightly Fabulous. disappointed that we're recording this in the evening. Yeah. And we're not going to get like a and comedy a comedy interlude. Like this sounds fun, but um, oh, amazing! Fabulous. But people have their pets in calls all the time. There's always a exactly. cat or a dog or a but, yeah. 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 A yeah. child, yeah, child totally. is a little less acceptable, apparently. But oh. sometimes I, I think got... they offer more to the meeting than, than, your, than the people you're well. working with. You know, but, hey. <laughs> actually, I have to say, in, in some of the networking, some of the um, more formal ones that I kind of visited haven't haven't joined, but but have visited. Um, I actually enjoyed the um, the kids, the dogs, the the random stuff that happened much more than the actual meeting. So it was much more interesting. <laughs> Seeing these little peeks into people's lives is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Can we have a? Um, I realise we've veered totally away from the, the questions we promised <laughs> oh, to try yeah. and ask, but yeah, this yeah. is much more interesting. Absolutely. So as long as you're happy, we're happy. <laughs> so what do you find that women um, in 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 kind of your experience in your um, the work that you're doing, and what what do you find women struggle with most in terms of um, looking for help? Like, is there particular Question. types of help that they sh- should be looking for, could be looking for, and just don't? Or, or do you find that it is just looking for help in the first place? Like, what, what's the kind of... Are there any patterns that you see or any... Yeah, well, of, I, um... I did do a bit of a survey um, and I actually asked a few questions, sort of, you know, are you aware of the help that's available? Are you... Uh, do you feel supported by your community? And it's quite interesting that a lot of the answers were, you know, no, I'm not aware of the support available and, you know, no, I don't feel like I'm supported by other women in my community. And then I asked um, another question that was, uh, you know, do you feel like you, you could be more innovative and... I think everyone answered yes, but kind of, I don't know how to. So I think it's just, okay. I think a lot of people just really want to start something or, you know, go out there and do something, but they just, it's just that first step of, you know, I don't know where to look. I don't know how, how to do it. Um, and it, where, where do you start when there's all this stuff? Yeah. I suppose if you Google how to start a business, it's completely overwhelming. Isn't and I think it? it's so... just trying to make it local to your, I think working for Essex County Council and trying to make it local to Essex is helpful as well because it's kind of not approaching these national companies sometimes or, you know, Googling a website that then you mm. go on to and you find out it's in America. It's, you know, knowing that, that that community and that network and the help you can get is actually on your doorstep. And and relevant and directed at, at your... And that your, count, yeah. you know, your council yeah. sometimes can help to fund that. Um, yeah. you know, Do you think not... there's a, an element, though, of women not wanting to ask for help? Oh, probably, yeah, probably. Because I feel like, I mean, we've for so long we've just got on with things, haven't we? And just, yeah, we just muddle through and figure things out. It's like, mm. and and then you get this moment of, oh, maybe I should actually mm. ask someone. You know, maybe someone can help, you know, guide me in where and, I should Yeah, be and I think what I'm trying to do is trying to explore all the different channels that I can use to try and hit mm. as many people as I can. So mm-hmm. I joined the Women's Networking Group and then I've started a LinkedIn page um i'm hoping to start a newsletter soon as well so i'm just trying to hit all those sort of different Mm. areas you know i'm trying to use the facebook groups that we have at the council as well so it's trying to hit as many different people as you can um we have a newsletter Mm. that goes out to the general business community so i kind of spoke to our comms lady and said oh can you put a little bit on there about the linkedin page and actually 
my LinkedIn followers or the on the on the ambitious women in Essex page that jumped up over the weekend because it went out on the business. So it's just trying That's to really hit good. all those different sort it's of It's getting that awareness there. out there, isn't it? Yeah. It's like collect- collecting people from different... So people will look at their things at different times and like you say, they'll use different channels. And, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to do is build this like network community that we have... So like I say, we have got the We Are Radical course going at the moment. We've got a peer-to-peer networking sessions that we're advertising at the moment through um, Backing Essex Business. Um, so it's just trying to offer those sort of starter things and then later down the line, it's about what can we do now? And it's... I didn't want to just do things that I thought people wanted. I thought if I build this community and then regularly ask that community, what is it you want? Then you're going to be giving people the things that they want, you know? Yes. So yeah. I, I'm actually going to be doing an online event on November the 10th as well. Um, um, our councillor, councillor Leslie Waglin, she's going to be hosting it. And then we're going to be having guest speakers coming along to awesome. talk about some of the courses. I'm hoping we're going to have some people from Anglia Ruskin University as well. Um, so hopefully from that online event as well that can kind of just showcase the things we're doing um, and get some more followers into community and and I'm also going to be starting some videos on LinkedIn um, where we're going to be shining spotlights on women around the county again it's that whole role model aspect it's it's you know you can market your business for for a little bit and also tell us a bit about yourself how did you get to where you got to Um, and hopefully that encourages other women to think, oh, well, she can do it, I'll have a go. Or if somebody watches that video and says, oh, I could do with, you know, an accountant or a, a what mm. what have you, then they can get in touch with each other. Um, so it's, yeah. it's trying to create that own sort of women's network without stepping on the toes of the ones that are already going on. Um, yeah. I feel like this, this is like... Uh, the... oh, oh. So, so go on, are we going to say the same thing? Go on, you carry on. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, for me, obviously living in Canada, who cannot benefit from this in Essex, I'm very upset about this. But um, I, I feel like it's a model that, definitely needs to be be taken on by other councils governmental bodies in you know in other areas and 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 spreading that out because it, it even though um obviously you're focused on one particular area there it does feel like everything you're 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 presenting and you're dealing with is is a it's a situation that is spread out across the globe i feel like there's lots of women's communities that, that are the same you know that are str- having the same struggles and Oh, uh, definitely. Not I mean, to find the resources and yeah, yeah, it's a you know national issue really, and I think that's mm. what I, when I was doing my research and I was looking into the women's networking groups, even they seemed you know quite small. There's the Colchester group or the or the Chelmsford group, and it was like, how can we hit the whole of the county? Um, but even you know at Essex County Council, we don't cover. Southend and Thurrock, they're in their own sort of unitary of authority. Yeah. So, yeah. Stupid yeah. County so it's kind of like divide of things. Divide, yeah. yes, We're kind of yeah. Essex, but <laughs> you know, yeah. come and get involved, really. So yeah, mm. I mean, hopefully the things you know, we are radical, are a company that aren't based in Essex, but they're doing great things for the Essex community. So um, yeah, I think it's just about trying to set an example, isn't it? And I, I, I love that it's involving the um, the university as well. So obviously, I used to work there, and I um, there was um, knowledge knowledge transfer part. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, that was a bit mumbled because I was like, am I, am I saying the right words? Knowledge transfer, transfer part. Um, yeah, yeah. Knowledge transfer <laughs> partnerships and that kind of thing. And I think there's I actually I think there's two sides to that. I think it's amazing that that we can use um, kind of local local knowledge and local um, resources to to help businesses, but also I think it's really good for the students to um, to see other it's that role model thing again other yeah. options it, you know you don't have to just and especially i think so i've seen very so i've um, my two main places i've lived are berkshire and essex um both within spitting distance of london and the expectation is that you will um 
come out of uni and you will um go and work in london because that's that's where everything is and um i have really enjoyed um showing people that actually there's this quite a thriving community of businesses there's there's a you can have a really thriving career without ever setting foot in london if you don't want to um and i think it's really lovely that i know london is you know is is part of everything but i think it's it's really good that to, just to give people other options it's, it's mm. that options isn't it and giving giving people options well, i think with the whole working um, from home thing now you don't you don't have to be living, yeah. do you, where your job is? You don't so. have to be anywhere, no. exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, and saving that time on the commute, you know, you can actually do, like you say, you can pick up a hobby or you can do some extra hours if you want to or you can learn a new skill or you can you can do stuff with that time that, that, that we were all... I used to have a four-hour round, round trip and it was... <sighs> it was just not it wasn't it wasn't a good way to spend life you know um so uh, the other thing i just wanted to pick up which um poor eve because we did spring this slightly on her um (laughs) but one of our previous episodes in fact several of our previous episodes but but one particularly we talked about um if you can't find if you're looking for um kind of like-minded community and you're looking for peer-to-peer support and you're looking for people who are like you on this same kind of journey whether that's in your industry or whether that's just generally in business or whether that is you know at the same stage of your career whatever that is um if you can't find it build it Mm. and it it does feel very much like this is a really good example of that that um you know you you have found that there are some sort of disparate bits kicking around and you're you're bringing them all together Mm. to build the thing that you wish had been there that you you wanted to see um and i just just wanted to highlight that because we keep banging on about how if you you know you can build this stuff and look you really can we've got a real live human who did it we're not just talking out of our asses (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think when something is quite personal to you and you're quite passionate about it it's easy to want to put all your all your effort into it as well really and say it's Mm. something that's very close to my heart both the the sort of you know treatment of women and and making sure that you know things are a bit bit fairer going forwards really and and just that whole career side of things as well so um Mm. you know now having children of my own it's just you know want wanting the best for them as real well really you know I want my daughter to think that she can go and do anything, really. I mean, at the minute, yeah. she wants to be a doctor or a hairdresser, or both, she told me the other day. Oh, I said, I'm not sure you you know, that's going to be a busy... This is some good portoportfolio careering. That'll be a busy day hairdresser that I know. They, neither of them have time to do anything else, so I'm not sure how you would, like... Those are two of the busiest careers I Maybe think I've come she across. Maybe she could combine it. it. She could actually be doing, you know, a, a that's clinic what I think or she'd surgery like to or do, something yeah. whilst doing their hair. Hair transplant. I mean, to, to be yeah. fair, for a very long time, following a bad experience at hairdresser, I, I could have done with the general aesthetic to have my hair it was not something I did willingly so like maybe that's a thing maybe there's a new, a new um... I love that but, but that idea though of, yeah it's 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 for our future even those of us who don't have it's children it's our future daughters isn't it and and, yep. and making yep. sure that they've got they've got all the things that we didn't have you know the, the access mm-hmm. to all the things that we didn't have when we I were mean, younger and... I didn't even have internet so... when I was at school so she's already no. on her. exactly <laughs> and mobile and, phones um, <laughs> yes yeah. but also I think make, let's say for me it comes down to kind of that freedom of choice that being able to choose rather than being sort of herded into yes. something that's that's appropriate or something that is kind of the done thing be, being able to I'm not I, you know we, we don't want we don't want no women ever to go into marketing or being a PA or anything ever again but it would be really nice if if everybody little boys and little girls had had that that total open choice um i mean someone in my team was saying that her daughter i think her daughter's about 13 14 was doing a careers thing online the other day at school and as soon as she ticked the male or female or she she ticked the female box it then took her down almost like a different set of questions and it's like really why is it going to be gender specific that's crazy it's hilarious oh just oh mad 
mad exactly um, totally mad being totally mindful of your time because obviously we've kept you talking for quite a while now that's fine the children are asleep that's fine oh bless you <laughs> um, we're going to get you to share links and stuff in a minute but is there anything um that you came along to talk to us about and you haven't said yet is there something anything else that you want to get in there no i think i've name dropped all the projects we're working on at the moment but yeah it's Amazing. just it's just about getting involved really and just yeah um you know i just love to hear from people really and 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 try and understand what it is that what else what other help we can be offering really um i'm trying to build this kind of library of resources at the moment where i'm you know trying to get contact names and websites and journals and trying to read articles um so just anything that anyone wants to recommend then you know so actually that leads us into perfectly how how can we get in touch with you where where can we find you so So uh, we will translate this into links for the show notes so you tell us everything and we'll translate it to clickable stuff so yeah so the linkedin page is called ambitious women in essex um and then um you know my email address is just eve.colderbank at essex.gov.uk um yeah i think they're the two main things at the moment and then obviously once we get the the um newsletter up and running then we'll be looking for people to sign up to that um and obviously the online event like i say it'll be in november the 10th uh 215 um so we will be advertising that on the essex website and all manner of other channels um so it'd be great to get a good turnout for that because we'll be doing a q a session at the end as well so it's opportunity for people to ask questions as well amazing Um, so yeah and future events future events that come up will be linked in a newsletter we'll be able to find it through there because obviously these will yeah i mean i'd love back to them so i'd love to when when covid is you know at the back of everyone's brains i don't know how long that'll be but i'd love to do like a big networking event um an essex wide thing that would be great or you know i'd like to do more webinars and and just more helpful sessions really and and i'm always looking out for other courses that we can sort of um you know send people on um so yeah just (laughs) just putting the feelers out there generally really open to everything yeah yeah Yeah, we 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 will um as we as we hear more um we will update the um so each season i go through an update with new links and stuff so we'll we'll keep that up to date so if you're listening in i don't know 2029 Go, go have a look. My God. Carla, <laughs> you're, you're assuming we're still going to be... <laughs> I might be a bit more grey by then. <laughs> <laughs> I might be fully grey by then. But, um, fabulous. Yes, I know. That would be fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you for, for coming and us and sharing your knowledge. Oh, yeah, it's, it's been, been really great good. having you on. I love, I'm, I love anything to do with, you know, that's about supporting women and, you know, encouraging them. And it's all the stuff that we didn't have in school, you know, that we, or, you know, growing up that I just think it's fabulous to get yeah. all of that out there so thank you thank you very yeah, much thank you so much and i will you will get sick of the sight of me because i am in essex so i will rock <laughs> up at everything i possibly can so no, you <laughs> you'll be very fed up with me but you can be yeah. my biggest by this supporter. time next year but no yeah. <laughs> so yeah definitely and um, no really good excellent right we'll, wow, we'll see you lovely lot next next week or next whenever it is yes thanks we'll say goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please where can people find us online carla we are on facebook and instagram at creative reboot co and we also have a facebook group which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes just search for creative reboot group and you can also go to our website creativereboot.co where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about we'll look forward to seeing you there